0: Welcome to Razcast 18. I actually looked that one up this time so I wouldn't be so clueless. This is your host Jay Not Life from DC, a very beautiful DC. Global warming hit us hard today. We had a 70 degree weather type of day. I actually barbecued. I'm really tired from eating so much barbecue. And everyone should be proud of me because I thought today might be barbecue day, so I thought of it in advance, took the meat out of the freezer. Just the whole the whole strategic planning of barbecuing is an art form. I'm sure many other uh, men and women would agree with that. But beyond that, I am joined by the always unbreakable. I think I don't know if anyone's actually tested his tensile strength. So, but Matt Bo, how are you, man? <laughs>
1: I'm doing well. It's uh, good to hear you're able to fire up the grill today.
0: Yeah, man. You're. We were talking about this before the show. What's the, how? How? What? How hot is it, or how warm is it? Let's let's rephrase that. How warm is it in Iowa right now?
1: It is a a scorching twenty
0: degrees. (laughs) Jokes on you! No, Um, and we are joined by Alex again, second week in a row. Be careful, man. Three weeks and you're this is it. You're you're latched on for life. So
2: thanks for I appreciate having me back. uh, I'm looking forward to talking some Los Angeles Chargers with you.
0: Definitely, way to go right for the jugular. Um,
2: Yeah, I don't wait for the kill.
0: Yeah, so uh, I did want to bring it up just because I think anybody who reads the site knows I'm I'm like one of the dozen Charger fans that are out there. Um, probably less now after today. They are officially moving to Los Angeles. They actually have a logo up too, which uh, kind of looks like the Dodgers logo. But we, you know, you guys can Google that. But um, generally, I feel like I have to pontificate on a little bit or just, um, you know, it doesn't. I wanna preface my quick statement. It'll be quick, I promise. It's just, just you know, I I've written I wrote about this two years ago, I think, on the site, and I don't really want to relitigate it again. I, I'm one of those unique Chargers fans who actually lived in LA for a good portion of my own life. If if I think of it now, I've actually lived longer outside of California or outside of San Diego than I have living in San Diego. So I mean my love for the Chargers was for the players. I, I'm a big Rivers and Gates fan, you know, I grew up when LT was there, I was there for... Let's see, I started watching the Chargers when they had Stan Humphreys and Natron Means. And, you know, like I said, even there, though they're in Los Angeles... I mean, I lived in Los Angeles, so I, I'm still fine rooting for them. That being said, I don't want to take away from the fact that there are a lot of San Diego fans out there hurt by the news. Um, as they well should be. Um, Dean Spanos is up there for shitty owners, I think. Um... In terms of who it is to blame, I know it's easy to blame Dean Spanos, but I would actually blame all the NFL cities previously who basically bent over and took it up the butt, as we say in kindergarten. Actually, I don't know if you say that in kindergarten. I was trying to tone it down a little, but... You know, like all the other cities who have bent over backwards trying to give away free money, free land, free everything to these NFL owners who are basically telling them to finance. You know, like I just don't understand where these guys get the the chutzpah, we'll use that term, to these billionaires to ask cities, to ask taxpayers to pay for their little toys. But we do it. And San Diego, in this case, said no. They're the first city to ever say no. Not even St. Louis could say no. And that relationship was pretty shattered. But San Diego made their thoughts known. They voted no on financing a stadium for an old white billionaire. Um, I only threw out race out there because it appears that, you know, institutions that are run by such men tend to be of the most corrupt and, I would say, uh, selfish uh, organizations, you look at the, you know, not to press buttons, but you look at the Catholic church, you look at the Republican party, you look at the NFL, these sorts of things have a way of manifesting themselves. And it looks like a pattern. But that being said, I would say that if this gives other cities, the, some awareness that they don't have to be threatened or they don't have to be, um, like they don't, they just don't have to give in. They can say no. I mean, San Diego fans will survive. They'll figure out what to do uh, if they want to root for the Chargers, like I do. That they can continue to do so. But um, when they when they're blaming Dean Spanos, I think the point of my I'm not really sad that the Chargers are leaving. You know, they they haven't been. This doesn't come as a surprise. I guess is a good way of saying it. But you know, in in terms of what this means for the NFL. Props to San Diego again for having, you know, the balls to say no. And I know it's going to be hard for a lot of San Diego Charger diehard fans. There are a few of them out there, and I feel bad for them. Uh, But, you know, you sent a message, and it was a legitimate message. It was that, you know, this guy cannot cannot steal our money for something that he could easily pay for himself. And I think more cities should do that. So that being said, I promised a short statement by my terms or by my, uh, timing, that is pretty short. So I wanted you guys to jump in and kind of, you know, kind of speak to, to s- stuff I missed because I know I kind of skipped over a lot of this stuff, but what are, what are your guys' feelings on this?
1: I do want to touch on, uh, the point that you made about the, the city turning down or, Ur- yeah, Ur- Failing to make an offer, or not failing to, but refusing to. Um, with the Chargers, it's it's uh, probably good for San Diego to not do it because if you're going to finance a stadium, you have to make sure you're generating enough revenue for it to make sense. And with the nothing against San Diego Chargers fan base, but it's smaller than the average NFL team, so it just it doesn't is. make any sense for the city to. Uh,
0: On top of that, the city is pretty bankrupt, so.
1: So it just doesn't make any sense. And, uh, the, the owners knew this. Um, they know they can ask LA for money or actually just move into the Rams stadium and it's not going to cost him a dime. Uh, besides, I don't know, rental or what, I don't, I don't know the whole business side of it, but, um, he's just basically moving into the Rams stadium. Does not have to build his own stadium? And, uh, play played off like he gets play in an intimate setting to build up a fan base so yeah not a lot of big spanos spano fans out there
2: i wouldn't be surprised if they still try to find their own stadium at some point like i think that's their probably their end game um but yeah like i, I think people are finally catching on to this and and you know jay had mentioned the uh you know cities. Proclivity for bending over and taking it up the butt, as you learned in kindergarten, which makes (laughs) me wonder what kind of education you were getting. I was, I wasn't, you didn't didn't put stuff like Like,
0: what kindergarten did you go to where you didn't stick stuff up your butt? You know, that's what (laughs) I'm saying. A a damn
2: good one, Um, apparently. But there was a you know, there was a long history where there was no willingness to, you know for local governments to look into these deals and, and, or, you know, share details of them with the public and, and people have had enough of it. And, uh, you know, we've seen uh, the charges are, the, are just the most recent example, but, you know, have seen several examples of, you know, voters demanding to know the details of how much they're going to be on the hook for, for their taxes, and maybe not being on board with, you know, footing, footing the bill for hundreds of millions of dollars for our, our country's wealthiest people to, you know, build some nice playthings, nor should they be, if it's not, you know, going to generate the return that they should get. So, I I think it's going to be an increasing trend, and uh, it's definitely going to be, you know, on one hand, it's sad, because I think it'll probably lead to more movement of franchises, but it's probably for the better of, you know, the country as a whole that people are thinking about these things.
0: I mean, it's insane, too, because you know i know i mentioned some things that could be construed as political but it really isn't political when it when you just look at it you know like you like you kind of refer to like if you just look at it in a vacuum or you know if it's an island yeah, or something it's, it's just a business decision what right getting it's it, it's rich know. people wanting more money you know and that's fine that's the prerogative that's how they made money that's cool but yeah. that doesn't mean every single city has to i mean i remember reading a dead spin article a few years back on what the colts um, city or what Indianapolis had to do to keep you know build the Colts new stadium and I'll, I'll probably link this in the podcast post but I just remember there being like 18 different steps that fans actually had to do beyond paying their taxes and everything or paying a portion uh, of uh, funding the city uh, for Jim Irsay they also had to buy like you know I guess the thing now is if you want season tickets you have to license your seat yeah the
2: PS the PSLs
0: right which, which is licenses which is just how Ticketmaster charges, you know, does the hidden charges. Except at least their hidden charges are, you know, a little bit more than tax. Here, it's actually you're actually paying double for one years of season tickets or something. Like the the prices were astronomical, and so, um, you know, guys. Speaking of Ticketmaster, this is this is like Ooh, nice. this is like ten out of ten segue well right here. Yeah, this is good. This is good. Uh, I may have just ruined it by mentioning it, but you know. Uh, that's fine. I'll take that risk. But yeah, be sure to visit SeatGeek.com. They are not Ticketmaster. They don't charge you any hidden fees. Just tax and what you want, you know, in terms of your event. Just pick, like, if, if Matt wanted to go see, you know, Katy Perry or something, one of his favorites, uh, he could Gaga. just hop on there. Yeah, okay. Oh, Lady Gaga. Um, and he would just go to the site, put in RazNFL, R-A-Z-Z-N-F-L, as your code, and get $20 off his first purchase to Lady Gaga. So... That is great.
2: That's a pro plug, guys. You know what I find <laughs> interesting is like, you know, does everybody forget that that LA has done this before and it failed miserably? It failed I, I, I just don't. I just don't understand it. If you're moving, like if you're moving a franchise as a general rule, if your solution to your whatever problems you're having is that you need to move everything, the franchise probably isn't in good shape to begin with and you want to move into a you know a market that's already failed to support franchises in the past and bring with you a horrible product like a you know sorry sorry to <laughs> frame the Chargers that way Jay but it you know they're not bringing in a, a contender you know it, how do you expect to get a fan base and get a following i just don't understand how anybody thinks that this works yeah I'd, i mean i'd
1: argue that the Chargers are actually building towards something with uh, Joey Bosa, and it, it hurt them a ton that Keenan Allen uh, got hurt the first week of the season. And uh, your main corner, Jason Barrett, he didn't play very much this year. So. Yeah,
0: who would have been a Pro corner if he repeated his uh, rookie season from last year. And, you know, I'm glad you brought out Joey Bosa because it actually reminds me of kind of like a Kevin Durant situation because that kid is special. You know, I think, I think if you watched him play at all, like he is going to be... Uh... He's a wrecking ball. Yeah, I don't know how. Else to, that's that's an apt, uh, apt uh, way to describe it. Um, he's a, he's a
2: great player, but it, it, you know, you say Kevin Durant, and I, I get the comparison. You know, the Sonics moved to to OKC and 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 had this franchise player, but in the NBA, one of those guys goes a lot further than in the NFL. When, oh, of course. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, Bosa is going to be a stud, and, and there are some solid pieces there, but. There's a lot of holes. Um, I I, I don't see them turning it around next year. And, and, uh, you know, unless they really nail the draft and and do something in in free agency, you know, some some major changes to the roster. I just I, I don't know. I think they're. Maybe I'm wrong here, Jeff, but I mean, what right. do you think? You think that you think they're knocking on the door? Or do you follow them probably closer than than, than Matt or I.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's just so much in flux. I mean, you have to remember that the only chance they have is if River stays. He already expressed his displeasure a few years ago about. The option of moving and I think when he signed his new contract he has a clause in there to um, basically retire with a bonus uh, if they move the team so oh, wow. um, yeah or at least get released I, I'm not sure if he's especially finished but if he doesn't want to leave San Diego I could see Rivers hanging it up he seems like the type of guy who you know if he doesn't I mean he's got like what 1800 kids uh, yeah, last a, I checked so into stuff
2: like
0: <laughs> right. yeah like he he's a home type of guy like I I read posts about him when I read and he was like he still drives like a 15 year old uh minivan you know so he's he's kind of a salt of the earth like traditional I don't know southern gentleman I guess so I could see him just like concentrating LA's on family yeah <laughs> yeah to be totally honest I think it'd be kind of culture shock for him if he lived in LA but um but yeah, you know, it's interesting too because you talk about the angle from Los Angeles' point of view and, you know, they'll always love the Raiders more than the Chargers. It's, that's just how it is. Um, yep. And on top of that, while I think they're more exciting than the Rams, I just – you know, even if the Rams are the Clippers and the Chargers turn into the Lakers type of situation, it it just doesn't – like it's never been a football city like you said, Alex. It's just never been able to hold on to a football team. So, um, Unless the Chargers just go on a 10-year escapade through the playoffs and the Super Bowl, a couple of them, which I highly doubt. You know, I, I don't see them – I don't see this working out well. I just don't, but we'll see. Um, I, think they by have a, the way, I think
1: they have a – oh, sorry.
0: I was just going to say if you uh,
2: – feel free to throw, it, to throw it to me anytime you want to drop some Yiddish words in there. Uh, that, that chutzpah. Is, uh, <laughs> That's man. the only one I know, to... man. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was tough to listen to. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all right. You I don't. You gave um, it your best.
0: Yeah, I'm just an Asian guy trying to throw out some Yiddish, man. You got to be a little <laughs> forgiven, you know. Um, what were you gonna say, Matt? I thought you were gonna say something.
1: Right. I was gonna say that if any of the two teams are that are in LA are gonna make any noise, I think it's the Chargers, just because they have more pieces in place on both sides of the ball that can actually get the ball rolling there. And I mean, a lot of it's going to depend on rivers and uh, there's going to be, need to be some offensive line improvement and whatnot. But uh, if it's not going to be the Rams, that's for sure.
2: Oh, definitely. Uh, But that's a low bar. (laughs) Like, yeah. 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 Like, like, I think you're going to have to do better than, you know, being better than the Rams to get a fan base there. But I, I agree. I mean, I like, I like their, their chances of, of winning the hearts of, the uh, of the Angelinos more than more than the Rams.
0: Yeah, I um oh before we move on, I, I just want to announce the RCL winner because I haven't written a post on it yet. So I just wanted to say we had a great RCL season. We had um three hundred teams, so that's pretty good. I'm digging it. Um baseball averages around a thousand, but that's usual. You know, baseball was here first. We're still on the football side but 300 you know we've we've grown the league every time and so anyhow the winner of the league was Sam's Lobos and Mal's Pals I think that might be a Malamoney league I'll have to check with him but he wins the prize he went 12 and 1 scored 1600 points um Damn. wow he scored 350 points in the playoffs that seems like a lot I'm not sure if That's that a is ton. but yeah <laughs> he must have had let me let me check out his team let's check out this guy's team I guess I should have had this ready to go. but All right, so we had Dak Prescott at QB, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Matthews, Marquise Lee. I'm not sure how this team did it. Oh, okay, here yeah. we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, he has Le'Veon Bell, LeGarrette Blunt, Jimmy Graham, and let's see, his bench just has A-Rob and a bunch of junk, Matt Forte. So I'm not it sure how he still won. Doesn't seem yeah. like a 1600 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. Let me see what the draft looked like for him.
2: Congratulations on the win. We are yeah, still not congrats. not impressed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you know, while I'm trying to look up his draft, I do want to mention we actually did. I mention this last week, Matt. Did, did I mention that we won the? The um the Pod Vader's league. I feel like I mentioned it, but yeah,
1: you mentioned.
0: Okay, it. okay, let's mention it again because I won the league. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I can't find the draft here. I'm sure he may have had like a Melvin Gordon or something, you know, and just uh... it had to have been a starter that got injured. But man,
2: yeah, or, or like an AJ Green or something.
0: Yeah, it goes to show you that you don't need the most successful team in the playoffs. You just need you know the one on fire, I guess. So. Um he only look at the he only had fifteen moves the entire season. That's bizarre. Like the third place team in the RCL had forty three moves, just to give context. And he had fifteen. Oh my god. Yeah, that's so odd. Wow. Anyhow, congratulations. Um let's see. I forgot I think it was a hundred dollar uh Best Buy gift card. Um Yeah, I totally as you can tell, everyone can tell I was not prepared to go on Go on a long time about the RCL, but there it is. Um, so playoffs. We have new matchups this week. I don't know. Let's. Uh, did you guys see anything last weekend that kind of raised your eyebrow? What, are you guys on the Odell Beckham hate train? That seems to be always popular. I mean, what's go, what's going on with that?
2: No, he, he has. He's just drinking a little bit I mean, on, a, <laughs> on a on a, a Bible. Like, uh-huh i don't understand why people get worked up about these things if they if i got a feeling like if people knew uh even like 10 percent of what goes on in an nfl locker room you know when they're not in the middle of a practice or in the middle of a game it, they'd be appalled that people can pull it could pull it together and, and still play at an elite level like he's not the only one who who drank that week Man, Rex
0: Rex Ryan used to take out his team to the strip club like the night before game day. Like, where's where's the where's the New York outcry on that? I mean, I know it was Jersey sort of, but you know, yeah, I don't I don't really get the Odell Beckham hate. I actually I like players who have attitude, who have a little, you know, like the Richard Sherman. I love it when he talks. I love when Marshawn Lynch talks because they're just real. You know, like there's no filter. So I appreciate that fact and I respect it. And uh, I think the I think sports needs more of that. You know, unless, like, that's what I don't get about sports fans sometimes. Like, do you guys understand the, like, uh, like, you want, you want the sport to be exciting, but then, stop eating, stop eating. I'm kidding. What are you eating? <laughs> Either share it, or put it, is it M&M's? It sounds like m ms right? I know it's you, Matt. <laughs> no, it's not me. Okay. Maybe I'm just hungry for m <laughs>
1: making a hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I know it's you for sure now, so because Zach isn't here, so I can't blame him. Um, well, it's just Alex. Alex doesn't have. Uh, Alex could just be bringing in new noises. I'm
2: am fasting. Just, I'm, I'm Jewish.
0: Well, so, there you go. It's probably it's a stomach a, it's holiday. Yeah, it's.
2: Uh, Interesting. I just totally made that up. I know
0: that you're Jewish, or that no,
2: means no, no, he's no. making it's the a noise. holiday. <laughs> I figured you guys didn't know the calendar, the Hebrew calendar. I thought maybe I could get away
0: with it. I don't, but I guess Matt... That's why we have Matt here, because he knows the Hebrew calendar, so... I only know the Agrarian calendar, so if you have any questions about farming, you know, I'm your guy, but, um... Okay, so, I didn't really... I guess there were no upsets last week, um... Everything kind of happened the way it was supposed to. I, I'll i be honest, I didn't... I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch the Saturday games, and the Sunday games I really didn't pay attention to, because I was kind of napping that day, so... If you guys don't have anything particularly to say about it, I guess it wasn't – I mean, uh, can you – like, I feel like last weekend's playoffs was kind of the NFL's problem in a nutshell that they've had this season and that it's still football. You want to watch it, but you're just not enthralled about it that much, you know, in terms of matchups. It felt like Thursday night football. You know what I mean? So uh...
1: It was was good to see – aaron Rodgers play because he's just playing on another level right now and he just continued to do so um he made uh the first touchdown pass uh his approach in the pocket was like something that you never see i mean he was within like a three foot radius the entire time and just waited for his receivers to get open and just maneuvered the pocket and uh he's playing better than he's ever played and he's one of the all-time
0: greats. Man, you you think he's been hiding an injury a little bit cuz at the beginning uh, of the year was, he was a little off. I think at the end of last year's love. Well. Yeah, okay, there it is.
1: But yeah, I mean, it was great to see and uh the Pittsburgh game was complete trash, but Le'Veon Bell was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, he's always fun to watch.
2: Um, I feel I feel like people are going to I, I everything went uh, You know, obviously I picked the Giants, so I can't – it's probably not fair for me to say that everything went as expected. But I guess nothing was surprising, but I feel like people are going to look at what the Steelers did and say, uh, you know, this is their year. And they'll probably be a popular pick this week, I would think, against the Chiefs, which are a pretty boring team.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's going to be a great game. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think people will be surprised to see a, a different team next week than, you know. I mean, the Steelers, I just feel like, are very uh, – you, know, you just never know what you're going to get. And being on the road against a Chiefs team is a much different story than at home against Matt Moore. Andy so,
1: Reid is 17-3 and coming off of buys in his career and 3-0 and in the playoffs after a first-round buy.
2: These are, these are all facts.
0: Yeah, I – I have to say, like, this weekend is particularly great because I could see myself watching all three of these games. I don't really include Texans and Patriots. I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion. I mean, upsets can happen. Don't but
1: th- sleep on Jadavia and Clowney.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to sleep on their defense for sure. They could,
1: they could make it a game if uh, they force a couple turnovers.
0: Yeah, I just... just eh, Tune in.
2: Uh, uh, Matt, are, are you saying that you're that you're... You're gonna bet the 16. You're gonna take the 16. For the I was. Is it 16? 16,
1: <laughs> 16. Man, I'm. I'm seriously thinking about it. That's a lot of points.
2: It is <laughs> for a and reason. Yeah, I, I. get
1: it, but it's a different game, and it's the playoffs, and
0: like how the, much you
1: throw the kitchen sink at the team.
0: How much would you win if you put 100 on that game? And Texans like pulled it up.
1: 95 or something like that. What
0: 95 dollars?
1: Oh, are you talking about Texans just, winning straight up?
0: Can yeah, on the Tech... Money yeah. line. What's the money Not, line? not even to cover, just to win.
1: I don't have those odds yet, but I'm betting it's... I get, I'm guessing like... 10 to 1? Like, I'd say probably 6 to 1. That's just a guess. They'd, they haven't released... Yeah. Like, you know, like honestly, yet on something like,
0: that, something like that... Something like that, I wouldn't mind putting like 50 if I was a betting man. Just to see what happens. Yeah. You know, if you're getting like... If you're getting 6 to 1 odds, or... Yeah, I mean you're getting 300 back. That seems like a pretty good investment. I mean, return investment if you take risks. But uh... so, Alex, are you uh, laying the 16 points? Laying them. Laying it's, them. It's, gonna, it's not it's a bad choice. It's
2: gonna be a massacre.
1: I, I could see it happening. Uh, I don't have any. It depends on what happens to the Atlanta game because because I, I lost my ass in the national championship. So I only had.
0: <laughs> you I know, had a
1: little... it was a hell of a finish though. Yeah, it, would, it couldn't be upset about it.
0: <laughs> if, it, if it was inclement weather like if it was like snow or rain or something that was uncontrollable that would affect both teams I could see it that leveling the play field but I'm sure the odds would change if that happened But um, actually you know what let's just go ahead and go through the games really quick and make our picks um, Seahawks and Falcons, Seahawks are out the dome I, I like the Seahawks here but the Falcons could easily win, I, I think it's a pretty close matchup um, just because Falcons are at home so I'm going to go Falcons here uh, I think they actually make it to the next round. What do you guys think on this one?
2: Go ahead, Alex. Is it is This is actually, I think, this is the toughest call of the weekend for me. I, um, I I'm leaning Falcons. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure. That, I'm pretty sure that they they've already beat the Seahawks this year, didn't they? And uh, no, they lost. Uh, they lost that because, game.
1: Yeah, because of the bullshit no call on the Julio Jones pass interference.
2: Oh um, God, that's right. But they got Julio. They got Julio back at full strength now, um, which you know I think that he was you know took took the month of December off, and uh, I, you know they got the home field.
0: At, I'm I'm leaning Seahawks here, but I think it's going to be a tight game.
1: Yeah, Sorry. I got the. My thought. dog
2: is freaking out. Sorry, <laughs> no, he Sorry. thinks
0: it's a uh, tight. Going to be a tight game too. He's just agreeing with you, man. See, uh, yeah, Told you. I got
1: the i got the falcons uh myself uh seattle's not the same team on the road as they are at home and detroit's not a true testament as to how they're gonna play in the playoffs in my opinion uh i think it ends here i think atlanta wins pretty handily by uh 10 or more points uh just because of the high powered offense they had and, uh, the lack of talent on the offensive line in Seattle. And I think Atlanta is going to come in fired up. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's going to put together his first good postseason game.
0: Yeah. You know, let's just, I, I sort of want to skip the Patriots and Texans cause we, we already talked about them sort of, I, I assume that we all think the Patriots, even though, you know, it, I wouldn't mind taking odds on that, but l- let's put it this way. Like when it comes to the Steelers and chiefs, it's, you know, like we were talking about, it's a great matchup. I, I'm going to enjoy watching this one. Um, Here's the thing, though. You know, we're sort of talking about you know the Steelers thinking it was this year, Alex. I think you mentioned that. But let can which team do you guys think has the better chance of beating the Patriots? Because that's what I think is it'll come down to. For me personally, I think it's the Steelers, uh, just because I think they have a rapport with each other. They've seen each other in the playoffs, regular season, you know, and Roethlisberger has had a few games of success. I'm just, you know, I just don't see an Alex Smith led chiefs able to stop the Patriots. I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I think either or could stop the Patriots on, uh, on the right day. just depends on the game plan, but better or, uh, the better odds to do it would be, uh, I think the Steelers just keeping up in points with the Patriots, uh, with their, with the offensive weapons that they have, but I just don't think they're going to get past Kansas City. I think it's going to be a totally different ball game than last week. Just like Alex said a little bit ago.
2: Yeah, you know, and just to build on that, I mean, if you got to assume the Patriots are going to put up points with that offense, like it, the the points are going to happen. So if you talk about which one could be could beat the Patriots, it's it's got to be a team that can hang points on the board, and that's the Steelers. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs are, are a great matchup
0: for them. Boy, they...
2: I, I agree, it's, it's a different ballgame when you talk Steelers-Chiefs, so.
0: Yeah, and it's just, if depending on which team goes against the Patriots, it's going to be a completely different experience for watching the game, just because, you know, you have the Chiefs who kind of, you know, dink and dunk on their offense, um... But on their defense, it's just so much more solid compared to the Steelers' defense. And so, you know, you could have a game where, like you said, you know, it's like the over-under is like at 100. but And then you have a Chiefs-Patriots matchup where the over-and-under would be like, you know, maybe 25, 30, I guess. No, maybe 39. You're really off on these. Yeah, I don't bet, man. <laughs> um, well, the 100 the hundred one to be fair, was sort of a joke. But I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they could hang 50 on each other. But... um, uh, both of them, uh, to make the math work. But, um, you know, not to take anything away from the next matchup, but the pay- Packers and Cowboys is going to be a fun one, too. This one, yeah, I think Sunday I'll be watching football, no doubt. Uh, I don't I don't even know how to pick here. You know, I-, I think I have to go Packers just because of what we're talking about, Rodgers being on fire. Uh, when he's clicking, he's kind of tough to stop. So I understand that the Cowboys, they really have no weaknesses, but... You know, they don't have an elite quarterback. Um, they have an elite rusher, but, you know, th- people have been able to kind of hold that offense at bay at points. You know, like if Dak comes out and has kind of a bad start, they could be put into the hole. Um, not to take anything away from the Cowboys' defense, but it obviously it's – I think it's above average, but it's nothing to write home about. It's not a special defense like the Texans or the Chiefs, I think, but it's it's kind of maybe a step below that. And uh, – yeah, I think I'm going Packers here. What what, what do you guys have?
1: I, I agree with you. Uh, I think that the key to this, uh, to the Packers' victory is Aaron Rodgers uh, keeping the Cowboys' offense off of the field because that's how the Cowboys have been winning games all season by controlling the clock on offense. So um, the only worry that I have about the Packers, because I'm not big on – the Cowboys as as the rest of the people are I don't think they played to their record necessarily well they won the games but you know I just don't think they're as good as a record indicates. no
0: I, I know what you mean yeah like they're a good uh, team but I don't think they're like a special team if that makes sense right
2: yeah you know so, Dak Prescott was was the quarterback of our RCL winner and I think that
0: qualifies him as elite yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point you know the funny thing is he actually owned on his bench joe flacco another elite quarterback so unquestionably (laughs)
1: elite we could argue that all night yeah
0: no i mean there's no argument he is elite um (laughs) that's the joke no um so let's see what i was was gonna say like in terms of Dak, like t-hole and i back in the beginning of the season when this was still a the Razzball football podcast not the razcast um but we we picked dak to i swear god you're eating something or creating something
1: i'm not eating anything
0: you know what's funny i bet you it's just like you're shifting and it makes a lot of noise for some reason
1: uh, i am sitting in a beanbag chair
0: oh that's what it is yeah <laughs> it's a beanbag
1: chair.
0: i was going to i was going to say you were
1: i have headphones in so i can't okay. hear it as I move, yeah. So, yeah that's
0: fine it's cool. Like, so way to go, Alex.
1: It's still your fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, so I, I've I th- I thought Dak was was great. I think he has a good future ahead. I mean, can he can he do this in playoffs? I guess he could. Yeah. I mean, but I just I don't know. I think I trust Rogers more. I think just when you get to the playoffs, quarterbacks have much more control over where your team goes because every little mistake gets you know magnified because you just get one game and then that's it. So. Um, I mean, Rogers, you know,
2: obviously, I mean, his, uh, what he hasn't thrown an interception and how long, I mean, it's been like eight, nine weeks. I mean, he's, he's been, I don't think he's thrown one since he said they were going to run the table. Um, and you know, if you're talking about a quarterback, not making mistakes, he's got the longer track record of being, you know, of being that guy. Dak's been aside from a game or two. Um, he's been pretty mistake free, but obviously he's a rookie, but I'm going Cowboys here and it's got nothing or maybe everything to do with the fact that I'm a Cowboys fan. Um, <laughs> but I, th- I, I think that, you know, Matt had mentioned Rodgers being able to keep the Cowboys offense off the field. And I kind of have the same view, but going the other way, I think that, you know, when you have that offensive line and you have Elliot, you're able to keep Rodgers off the field and, and run those long drives. I mean, if it gets into, if you're talking about a time of possession battle being, The deciding factor, then I got to go Cowboys because that's, that's, that's their strength. That's what they do. Um, if it goes, if it gets into a faster pace, you know, shootout type of game, then, you know, then I, then I think they're playing out of their element. But if it's, if it's all about clock control and, and, and keeping the other team off the field, then,
0: you know, I'm going to go Dallas. What, what do you guys say to this? Um, whichever team wins this game, The Packers or the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. What do you guys think about that statement? True or false? False. You think Falcons can uh, can beat either? Yeah. yeah, Okay.
2: I I am a big Falcons believer.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I say
2: say true. I think that I think the winner of this goes on, but uh, that's not to discredit the Falcons in any way. And uh, I definitely think that uh, you know, assuming they get past the Seahawks, which I think they will, uh, I think that whoever wins. Cowboys Packers versus Falcons next week is going to be a great game.
0: But I would take I would take Dallas or or Green Bay. And would you say both those teams have a, have even even favorable matchup if it were the Seahawks or less of a one?
2: Uh it, if it's the Cowboys I think it's favorable just because uh they'll be at home. And yeah, yeah, and uh I think I'm pretty sure right Packers are the four seed, so if it's if it's Seahawks Packers it's it's in Seattle, and and you know all bets are off for games in Seattle. In my opinion, that's that's like the one of the few true home field advantages. In my opinion, I think
0: in the league. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's there. It's KC. I think at times Indianapolis can be a really good crowd because they know when to shut the fuck up, um, which you know <laughs> a lot of fans don't get. You know. Um it's funny because I I know about that. I'm a little salty, not salty, but you know, a lot of people accuse San Diego fans of not knowing because they're cheering when you know when it's supposed to be dead quiet when the clock's running down. But I just tell them that's not they're not cheering. It's just there's no San Diego fans there. It's the other team's fans that are cheering. So um, <laughs> <laughs> you know you got to look at the you know the dynamics of it. But um, yeah, so we got we got the Packers and one Cowboys. We pretty much. The Steelers here. We got Patriots. We got Falcons. So, those are definitely going to happen. Well, the Cowboys and Packers can't happen technically. Um,
2: I I don't think. I if we're talking spread, I actually. Well, the the Chiefs are favorite. I actually
0: go Chiefs. Okay, Chiefs are Steelers. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. Over so I'm the only one who picked the Steelers. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, don't lump us in with you,
2: Jay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um. He's, when we're talking, he's writing down what he's gonna
0: say next Yeah. I'll just I'll just be over here. I mean, don't don't make the mistake of thinking I'm rooting for Big Ben. Um. But yeah, I I just think, I mean, how do you stop? Just so many weapons. I mean, the Chiefs can, but it's just in my head, I'm thinking, like, man, you got Le'Veon Bell. You shut him down. Then you got to deal with Antonio Brown. You shut him down. You got to deal with uh, Ben Roethlisberger doing stuff with other uh, – well, let's see. Who else do they have? They have Darius hayward Bay, right? That dude no, can't – you're, you're, you're
2: out of weapons, Eli, I
1: think. Eli Rogers. Oh, Eli
0: Rogers. Yeah, he can do something. He's
2: things. come along quite a bit. Yeah. Darius Green is out again, right? Yeah. I... I yeah, some, I think so. Yeah, that's that's what I thought as well. Uh, I, I think getting Justin Houston full strength. I think he practiced in full today, um, and he's kind that's, of a, that's a huge. Uh, yeah, he's a game changer defensively, and you know, um, granted he hasn't played a ton this year, but I think you know having him fully healthy could be could be the way that you slow that offense down. Um, and Eric Berry fully healthy, um, you know, I, I mean. I don't think this is the same chiefs team that the Steelers smacked around earlier in the year. Um, But, but we'll see. I mean, if the, if the Steelers offense is clicking, then they're tough to stop.
1: Yeah. The chiefs, the chiefs definitely have to force a couple turnovers and just kind of keep control of the momentum uh, with the high-powered offense that the Steelers have. And Big Ben, uh, he threw a pick last week, so he, he he makes mistakes. Like, every quarterback throws picks, but just got to put pressure on him. Tom Ali will be really big for yep. the Chiefs if they want to win.
2: Yeah, he's back full strength, too. He's, a, he's another guy who was banged up, and I saw his practice in full. Um, and, and don't forget Big Ben, he came off the field last week in a, in a walking boot. I mean – uh, you know, I know they said he's fine and he's and he's playing, but I'm curious to see uh, how he actually looks in the game.
0: You think that when Ben Roethlisberger retires, he's a candidate to gain like you know one of those guys who gains like 140 pounds as soon as they get outside the sports. He seems like one of those guys, right? He's a big boy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> not just that. I get this feeling that like he's one of the few players, him and Peyton Manning, I think one of them, who have such big heads at their helmet. Was actually helping keep their head at normal size, so I feel like, like as soon as he retires, he's gonna have like this huge head, like just grow. But um... maybe he'll go full Jared Lorenzen.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just 450 pounds. I mean, Lorenzen was like that when he was in
0: the league, but still, I could totally see it. Um, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I just thought I'd mention that. Okay, so that's it for the show. I mean, it wasn't that that short but it wasn't that long so that's what she said but um so you guys got anything else because i want this to be a good goodbye this time
1: so we're doing the oa
2: next week then i was just gonna oh, I was you... <laughs> literally just going there so oh did I, you i watched uh i watched a few episodes of it And uh, how do we how do we handle spoilers on this podcast? Okay, so here's the
0: thing. I haven't started yet, but I promise to match. Do
2: it next
1: week. Okay.
0: Well, wait, 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 wait. Like, how many?
1: Alex is back on next
0: week. Of course, Alex can be on whenever he wants. Alex, how far are you into the show? (laughs) I I think three episodes, but we'll probably I'll probably watch more of it. How long is the first season?
1: Uh, Eight episodes. Oh, that's it.
0: Okay, and uh, Alex, you can be honest. Like, just forget Matt's here and everything. Don't even care about him. Like. Bro to bro, so, like so you, you would recommend this, yeah. The usual, yeah. You you would recommend <laughs> this, so
2: uh, yeah. It, here's what's gonna happen, or at least this is what happened to me. You're gonna watch the first half of the first episode, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be like, What in the fuck was Matt talking about? Mm-hmm. and you and you might be inclined to turn it off, and don't do that. Uh, it it it, it, it gets much better. It, it's like you know, they're setting up the characters early on, and it was okay. a little slow, and I wasn't the biggest fan, and then. I think it was the, you know, Netflix, when you stream shows, like, they all blend together, so I'm pretty sure it was the end of, the the very end of the first episode where it got me hooked, though. Okay. And and has been much more uh, interesting since then, so um i'm actually like i'm looking forward to to diving more into it so we can get there next week
0: but. okay and don't i wouldn't take it personally matt it's just you know towards the end of the football season we start i start having to try to find content so it's it's a lot easier for us to have this conversation as football sort of winds oh, yeah, down absolutely. so um i just made that up on the spot but it sounded good so i just want you to <laughs> <laughs> i just want you to know i i totally believe what i just said 110 percent. so uh, <laughs> what's your twitter matt <laughs>
1: uh rasball underscore mb all
0: right alex what's your twitter man it is the t-h-e-e alex lee all right be, for, be sure to follow these gentlemen catch us next week when we talk about championship week and oh just remembered guys fancy baseball the content season for that starts next week so be sure to check out the baseball site i know fancy baseball is starting to warm up a little bit so yeah
2: hot fucking
0: stove Woo! Woo! yeah okay that's a good goodbye I'm gonna end it there alright alright cool <laughs> I'm gonna keep that um okay so I have a policy of no cuts ever uh so there um yeah that's it thanks guys for joining um I hope you had fun Alex definitely come come on in next week if you'd like to join us man would you, I'm not gonna,
2: I'm going to miss the, <laughs> I, I want the beanbag chair back next week. Too. Yeah. Um <laughs> all right. We'll
0: it's funny Did you did you just right shift there. or get out of the chair? I want to know.
2: I shifted
1: a little
0: bit. Yeah, yeah. It Wait, sounded like you were making love to a garbage bag. Yeah.
1: Well, I was doing that too, but
0: <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Hey, I don't I'll judge, man. Back. Yeah. All right, cool. Sounds great, guys. Have a great week. Oh my god. Have a great weekend.
2: YouTube. YouTube right, later. But...